Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. We're going to do a little mini episode, which I know we've done like a shit ton of mini episodes this season, but I'm, I'm into it. Not going to lie. And we're a little busy. Sorry. We're super duper weirdly busy and I hate it and I'm not into it. And, uh, yeah, actually. You know, but Spooktober is right around the corner and we're going to really give you some gold for Spooktober. Yes. We promise. Promises. Well. Back to those long meaty episodes. Yay. Ready for it. (laughs) We have a couple more long episodes, but yeah. Yeah. We've just been doing the the little minis. Yeah, I mean, these are cute little stories. Yeah, they're cute. Well, they're not cute, but... I mean, actually, this isn't like... Okay, so it's pretty shitty of a story, actually. But it's like kind of cute, I guess. It starts out real cute. I have a real cute opening for you guys. How about that? Okay. Okay. Copy. Only if it's cute. (laughs) You'll be the judge. (gasps) All right. So I'm actually going to talk about Milliken. Um, Milliken Organ is ridiculous. I love it. Uh, You guys ready for it? Yeah. Ready. Okay. So, Meg and Kaylee. Yeah. I have the opportunity of a lifetime. I don't trust you. Why? (laughs) All right. I'm here for it. (laughs) See? Kaylee gets it. Just be your entire look right now. (laughs) For just $1.5 million, a measly $1.5, you could own a whole deserted town, Millican, Oregon. Nobody owns it. Nobody owns it right now. It's for sales. Okay. Cheaper than a house. Exactly, right? Oh, you're so right. So this is a... Damn, that's Especially sad. in your neighborhood. It's cheaper Jeez than a, an apartment, Louise. honestly. Holy moly, I know. <laughs> Gee. <laughs> I was actually trying to convince your mom, Kaylee, to get in that... Or, like, to get you in that house right around the corner, because I need you closer for some reason. And I also tried to convince Meg to rent she that house. Is it a dilapidated one? No, it's so cute. It's a nice house. It's like a super nice house. It's twenty three hundred a month though. It has a set up garden. It was literally actively growing food when Meg turned it down, which I'm still kind of sour about. Not gonna lie, because I feel like she has more ample opportunities next to me. You know? No. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. You know. So, but right I, now it's just close to work. Yeah, but you could be close to me, and I'll be your work. Is there, are you really that close to work though? Kind of. If you take all the Actually, traffic into consideration? Not, I feel like you would have this, like, just slightly less. I think your commute was, like, what, ten minutes less than mine? Shh. I don't know. Oh, Whatever. Gosh. Okay. I mean, I guess fine. Yeah. D- distance-wise. Distance you are gonna wise. be shorter. I won't bite you on that one. But I know that commute has to be hellish. Yeah, she did it, so she gets to, she gets to judge. I will let her be a hard judge on you, because I never have a, I never have a leg to stand on, you know? I don't know it. But yeah. she calls it. Yeah. So, it's a, it's we're still going to try to convince you to move down here. It doesn't matter what you do, so. <sighs> okay. Because it's going to be very convenient for us. <laughs> yes. That's the only win in this scenario. <laughs> well, so, okay, this is... Back to 1.5. Back 5. to Millican. Yeah. Um, back to that 1.5 that you would be spending on an apartment. Uh-huh. <laughs> um... This is actually 75 acres. It's a 75-acre town in the middle of the state, dead center. It comes with a little general store, a gas pump, and a one-bedroom home. Does the gas work? Yeah, absolutely. Do you still have to pay for it? I mean, for sure. Like, you have to, like, be a business. 
But I mean, I guess you get to write your own gas off, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, could I just pump my own gas and like it's my gas and I don't well, have to pay but for you, it? You have to pay for it to be like delivered to you, so you would probably want to sell some of it. Well, I mean, just some mark up could the have rest of it. Of it. Exactly, just... sell enough to where you can pay for your own, and then just call it cool. Okay, that's have a good like plan. weird things in the general store that you sell. Mm. You know, meat sticks, noodles, meat sticks, and noodles. Yeah, <laughs> no big deal. No big deal. It's general. What? Not only that, but this one point five also comes with a house, so you get the whole package. Not only do you get a house, but you get a whole town as well. What am I going to do with the town? Probably be cursed like everybody else that owned this town. <laughs> I don't want to be cursed. <laughs> well, you know, you might already be. It's fine. You're right. So, basically, <laughs> let me go tell you more about Milliken, okay? Okay. And then maybe you'll decide differently. Okay. So, it's located in Deschutes County. It's near Bend, which... Uh, I'm a big Bend fan, as we know. Right. Um, the town was started by George Milliken in the 1880s when he established a ranch. Him, his wife suggested the name of the town after himself, and I'm guessing it's because he already named a town after his son, which was called Walterville. So George Milliken moved to Oregon in about 1862 from New York. He traveled through California and Idaho and eventually into Oregon through mining camps, landed in Milliken in 1880, and was like, this looks like it should be my name. So he took it. So is Walterville still a place in New York? You know, I didn't look, but I imagine it might be. That's pretty cute. That's really cute. Right, Walterville? Why did he move away? Super cute. Because it was New York. He went to go mine. Everybody moved west in the what that time. I guess you're right. Doing yeah, the yeah. whole 1880s thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1880s of it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the whole 1880s. Yep. So a post office was established in the 1913-ish year. Um, like, I mean, it was, was kind of debatable. True. Everything's debatable in that time. You're right. No records. The population never went above 100 people, though. Mm. Was there a cap? Uh, actually, yeah. The peak of the population was... I actually I actually want you guys to guess. Can you guess what the peak population of this town was? And I'll tell you, it was in the early 1900s. 106. 100. No, it was never above 100. Okay. 96. Okay. 98. 60. Damn, I was way off. Way off. <laughs> I guess was... I only guessed two more than you. <laughs> the peak. <laughs> well, she gave us. She said it never hit a hundred. So never she kind of. Well, kind of played us a little. I did. I did. I got you a little trickster. I'm not gonna lie. What the but hell? It was only sixty people. That was it. That's a small town. It's a small town, and That's that was like acres for a small town. It is. Is it wooded? I mean, yeah. Oh. Like it's it's in that, that area. It's in Bend, you know. Like I was, you know, Bend. I was picturing just like nothing but grass fields. That it's, type of that part of Oregon. It's kind of like in that like that weird central Oregon, like where there's also a bunch of ranches and then there's the forest. I was kind of near a part of Oregon like that. Oh, yeah? Where were you at? Granted, it was by the coast, but it's kind of driving between, like, Seaside and Cannon Beach. You oh, drive. Okay. Well, and we went 
we, went, we came from a different direction, but it was kind of that farmland, and then... Kind of like by Tillamook. Kind of by Tillamook, and then all of a sudden, oh, hey, trees. And then you see a sign that there could be snow. There was no snow. I but I did that. see a sign for Bend. Oh, okay. So... Bend bend. Did you see any Sasquatches? No, but we did see somebody who had a Sasquatch tree sign. Good enough. And one with a pointing saying where Sasquatch might be. Well, just in case it was crossing, you know, you want to be careful. There's we a look lot both of ways. Who, well, oh. oh, well, if you we look both ways. Obviously. By responsible. So, Watch it for pedestrians. <laughs> uh, I also want to let you guys know that I think it's crazy that all it takes for people to completely abandon their house and... And their, like, whole entire life uh-huh. is a road being built. I was going to ask, do they have a road? They did. Not they... up until this. And then everybody left. How did they get there without a road? Wait. Well, you know, wagons As and soon walking. as they got a road, they left? Yeah. As soon as they left, the town became... Or as soon as they got the road, the town became deserted. People just were like, ah, oh, shit, it's easy to leave now. Let's They're go. They're like, ah, yeah, fuck this place. <laughs> On second thought, I don't want to be here anymore. Why the hell is anyone here? <laughs> so this is in the 1930s. Highway 20 was established, and most of the town just kind of peaced. Uh-huh. The exodus eventually just left one man. Was it Milliken? It wasn't even Milliken! Walterville? <laughs> nope. This guy's name was Billy Ron. Billy Ron was the last remaining resident of... Wait, what happened to Milliken? He left his own town? He dipped, too! Did he go name a town after his wife? I hope so. I really hope. I really hope so. Either that he probably just, like, died. Okay, so wait. Alright, so there's one person left. (laughs) There's just one person left. (laughs) And his name was Billy. Billy Ron. Uh, And he ran the post office. Of course. Yeah. That only makes sense. And Did he have a wife? Nah. He, he was single. He was a single dude. Just one solo man. One dude man. in the middle of fucking nowhere? In Oregon. In Oregon. Oh, man. Running and a post office. And it's 1930. His post office. Yeah, it's 1930. Um, and then in 1942, they were just like, hey, so we're not going to give you this mailbox station anymore. So the post office closed because it was one man in the town. That makes sense. Nobody's dropping mail there. Yeah. He lived there from 1922 until 1945. So he essentially lived in this town for, like, around 15 years by himself. By himself? Yeah. Dude, do you think he was doing weird shit out there? Absolutely. He was the... Uh. So, in 1942, they published a Ripley's Believe It or Not newspaper about him. And I'm going to tell you... That definitely seals the deal he was doing some weird shit. Okay, what what was his believe it or not, though? It was that he was living in a town by himself. That was it. That was, it was just like, hey, this is like Ripley's Believe It or Not did a whole thing about him because he lived by himself for a lot, like a long time. They had a whole show on I Channel mean, Two. <laughs> did they really? They did. Um, it was usually on right before the infomercials would come on. Yeah, I remember this. What was that show with the guy who would like come on in the intro and he would be like. Have you ever wondered 
how tall the tallest man is? Or have you ever wondered what would happen if you got struck by lightning twice? I don't know and if like, there was ever a show. I always thought he was just a commercial. Nah, dude. He was a show. But, like, the show never went anywhere. <laughs> no, it was a series. Like, for a long time. I know what you're talking you about. You know exactly. The, the small talk guy, for yeah. sure. My version of small talk. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think so. Have you ever thought about curses? <laughs> Can you pull it up while I'm continuing the story? Because this is uh, important for her to see. Yeah, I'll find it. Okay. It might take so, minute. yeah. Anyways, he, like, he was a, a subject of this paper. And I love that for him. Um, but... You know, obviously, he left in 1945. In 1945, George Petrie bought Milliken. But he only lived there a very short time. And the reason why was very tragic. And this is why I think where they say, like, the start of the curse was. um, Because I can't really find anything on George about if he was cursed or not. But he might have been. Who knows? Um, So he left the town because his wife died in a fire in their old apartment in Bend. Oh. And in 1945, I feel like that was very close to the time... When all of those multi-purpose buildings burned down. They were always burning down. So it might have been connected. When That's a good point. So Interesting. I, you know, honestly, when I wrote this story, I hadn't written Bend yet. And I just, like, kind of put that together. And I'm, like, pretty pretty stoked on myself. So. Wow. Bum, bum, bum. I can't find him. Well, that's okay. We'll find it later. Yeah. You'll get it. And okay. And you'll it's... know. And I think it is from Ripley's. Now that I think about it, if the host was this guy, like, he was kind of short. He was real handsome. Sort he of. looked, like, mysterious. Like, he wore a fedora in a dark yes. club. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it was the fedora. <laughs> Never forget a man in a fedora. He looks like he knows a couple of card tricks that he's going to show you while picking you up. Yeah. (laughs) I do know what you're talking about. But you're just like, what are you talking about, dude? I was thinking about, there was a, there was, it used to be, I don't know if it was a commercial or a show, but it was an older gentleman who was like, did you ever, and I think it's who you're thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. You're thinking about two different people, I think. I don't think we are. Are we? Because we send each other videos all the time on Instagram. You sent me one of the videos that was like, this is definitely us trying to start our podcast talk. (laughs) Well, I have two different guys in my mind now, and (laughs) one's a lot older and wears a blue shirt. Uh, mm, I don't know. I'm just thinking about the guy on TV, and he creeps me out, and he's just like, have you ever seen a shrunken head? And you're like, yes, I'm pretty sure what? that's Ripley's Believe It or Not. Okay, that's what I think, too. I'm pretty, I'm almost sure about it, too, because he, like, leads in just the weirdest little ways. It, so. so there's no intro. He's no just straight intro. in. He goes straight to the meat, and I love it. And then there's nothing else, and you're like, uh-huh. But it's, it's very, very much my style of talk to yeah. people, and I have proved that at my new job. It's not going good for my small talk You don't got no small talk game? I'm bad at it. Yeah, me too. I'm like, Um, how's your knees doing? (laughs) Right? Not great. Not good. Oh, man. It's really electric outside (laughs) feeling. (laughs) Are you sweaty? I'm sweaty. (laughs) (laughs) What? 
that. <laughs> I've said that today. Because <laughs> I had an, a sweater on because my work is so cold all the time. And I'm always doing freezer stuff because we sell a lot of raw food. Ew. And like... The unexpected. Yep. These are the kinds of subjects Let me that name Robert L. Ripley challenged us to believe it or not. Well... No, no, it's not him. It's not that guy. Well, like a, he's like yeah. a classic '90s guy. He's like this is a classic. classic. Oh no, it's, that's extra classic. Like that's we're extra talking classic. about, like classic crisp. Like you know? late night TV. You wake up and it's one thirty, and you're yeah. like, "What is going you're like, on?" In a in a weird panic because you just slept on the couch for yeah, eight you just hours. Slept on and the couch and nobody made you go to bed. Yeah, yeah. And you woke up to such weird commercials. And you're like, "What is going on? Should I go to bed?" Uh, yeah, it's a daze. Uh, no. no. We'll, we'll, we'll find it. We'll now I gotta there. see it. I know, I know. I'll it's look okay. back in our Instagram messages. Well, it's somewhere back there. Anyways. Yeah, anyway. so... Ellen, we can't figure out who this guy is. <laughs> Not to get back to the story or anything. Not to get back to the story or anything. <laughs> in 1946, the town was purchased again after he put it up for sale. You know, because his wife died. Oh. Wait, Poor wait. George. Wait. Um, was that guy still living there? No, he moved. He moved out. <laughs> Thank The God. last guy moved. 1945. He was like, okay. I gotta get out of this town. Oh, I'm it's sure being sold. he needs a hospital and there's nobody there. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's weird. Okay. It's weird at this point to stay in that town. Yes. Um, And so George Petrie bought it in 1945 at that point to move in. Okay. Um, his wife was still in the apartment in Bend and she died in a house fire. Uh, classic. In 1945 in Bend. Right around the time where all those multi-purpose buildings were burning down, Meg. Well, I'm pretty sure one building caught another building on fire. Well, can you just pretend that's the same story for Ashley, me? Ashley, everything's connected. We've talked about this. Gosh, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Obviously, she died in that fire. She had to. That's super sad, though. It is. It is. It is really sad. I would hate for my wife to die in a house fire. When they were moving. They they just bought a whole town. They bought a whole town to redo. (sighs) So he put it up for sale. 1946. Bill Mellon bought it. Bill Mellon? He bought Milliken. Mellon bought Milliken. Cute. Right. I wish it was still named Mellon. I do, too. When he, well, he did name it Milliken, or he kept it, the name Milliken. I just wish he would have changed it to Melon. Well, that would have been very selfish of him, because it's already established. Whatever, man. Nobody lived there. Nobody knows. Somebody always lived there. (laughs) One person. Somebody is is not nobody. Very true. One person is not nobody. Well, when he, he was like at home one day in Portland and he just had this strong desire in his balls to move. He was like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Yeah, there was a lot of shit going down in Portland. There was a lot of weird shit going down in Portland in the 40s. It never stopped. Has not. And it didn't start then either. It was way established that Portland's always been really weird. We've decided Mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. Um, And I like that about that town. I just don't need to go there. Nah. 
I'm just trying to figure out. Is it supposed to say Om or look when you look down say it's, Whoa? It's Om. It's a band that feel like oh. that I'm not like the most into, but I really like this shirt. It's a nice shirt. It's one of those bands. Okay, not to go on a tangent, but I'm gonna do this really quick. <laughs> I'm gonna let you know that I love going to concerts with Phil. It's very fun because he listens to like sludgy metal, and I can I can listen to that. Mm-hmm. It's not like. You know, really obnoxious music that I can't just forget that I'm listening to. Sure. And I can. Um, because a 25-minute song, you forget what you're doing no matter what. I did but, that with Phil while we were waiting for you. Exactly. Yeah. But the problem is that I get so sleepy doing this, and then I find chairs, and then I'm falling asleep at a rock show, and that looks real heroiny, and I'm not into looking like that, so I just don't go anymore. <laughs> Ted or so, sleep? <laughs> she nodding off. <laughs> That's not a good look, lady. Who falls asleep at a metal concert? It's me. It's Ashley. And, and I get real tired. And I'm not doing heroin, I promise. Nah. I just usually am tired. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. I'm not surprised it's you. <laughs> say, I can literally oh, fall asleep. Whoa. <laughs> well, now I'm glad that it says whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Meg, I have a heart on my wrist, but if you look at it this way, it kind of looks, it kind of looks like a ball sack. Yeah, so, it does. I wish we would draw the rest of it in a Sharpie. ball sack. It, it wasn't, but I was the one who noticed it. So, well, you can say it was at that point, then I guess. My best friend back in Casper, she got this dog tattooed that was supposed to be like a little ghost sheet dog, and it actually ended up looking like a ball sack, and she got it covered up. <laughs> That's sad. I know. As it was supposed to be really cute. <laughs> I'm sure it was wonderful. It was, but balsacky. Good. Okay, so oh, he took over. <laughs> when Bill Mellon bought it, he actually did try to keep the town going. Um, he took over the gas station, the store. He reopened the post office. His wife came in. She opened a tiny little restaurant in the same little building. They really got it going. Just as like a stop through town. It wasn't anything serious. It, it wasn't like a booming town. People didn't really live there, but it was just kind of Stopping had point. services. Yeah. And so it became known. They also had some kids. So they kept the store and the gas station open for 35 years. Cute. Isn't that so cute? I do like that. Bill and Helen did have two children that lived in the town with them. Okay. So they had just this cute little life. There was no... kids were bored as fuck. Oh, my God. There was no power for the first 17 years. Jesus Christ. So it was a population of four? It was a population of four. No power. All they could do was work in the gas station, the post office, or help their mom at the restaurant. Um, But they seemed to, like, do okay. They didn't, like, run away as soon as they got to be 18 they like actually really like their parents oh that's sweet that's nice that's good yeah um they briefly had a telephone but it they like were told that they had to upgrade it and they had to pay for it and they were like yeah no fuck that not doing that don't care don't have anybody to call yeah why do we need a phone So, (laughs) so they didn't and then they decided well you know what we're going to go ahead and put this town up for sale. We're ready to move. You know, we haven't... This town hasn't kicked off. Even though they 
kept this going for so long. Um, oh, also, just so you know, the post office didn't make it. It only lasted until 1953. So it did It did get a little second win, but didn't, didn't nah, end up going. it's just not a post office place. Yeah. Yeah. In 1988, the town still had not sold. The children... Um, <laughs> man... <laughs> I wanted to tell you this in there, and it really sucks because, like, the kids ended up cursed, too, I guess, but they would entertain people that came through the town by, like, catching bunnies and keeping them in little pens and, like, having little bunny shows. Feral, oh, so they like were bored as children. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> They're just feral children. <gasps> right. Uh, then they would also sell, like, condensed milk. And switch the labels to their own brand. That's weird. It's Did very they have weird. Dairy? Did they have cows? Yeah, like no, they just would buy it. Oh. Okay. Where did they buy it from? They would just like buy it from the store and then to come home and take the labels off and put their own on it and resell it. At their store? <laughs> yeah. They wanted like to make more own. money off of it. Right. right. So Okay. Uh, the first unlucky incident came in 1971 when Mellon lost his daughter, Tina. She died in a head-on collision. And then in 1978, his... No, I'm sorry. In 1976, his wife died of a heart attack. And in the final heartbreak in 1980, his son crashed his plane into a mountain and died. Wow. So that's why they say that this town is hella cursed because there's only ever one person. There's only ever one person. Oh. And it doesn't even seem like that person has a good ending either, which sucks. So the town went back down to one person, and needing a little help with the town, Bill hired some help on February 18th, 1988. David Ray Warham was 41 on this day. Not like his birthday, but like he was 41, he was not, 41. not one day old. Sure. And he was fresh out of prison. Of course. And he was hired to help because, you know, Mellon was a really good guy. He really, he really wanted to help people. Old Bill was just I bet like. he was also lonely. He was also very lonely. And so he had three businesses to run throughout town at the very least and was just like desperate for the help. That does sound hard. So, to be on March 18th, 1988, one month later, David Ray shot and killed Bill in an attempt to murder a... Or, and attempted to murder a potential witness, Don Whitney. Don was a 70-year-old... Or 71-year-old drifter who would stop in and have coffee with Bill and just, like, chat about the day and you know he would do this they pretty much pals. daily he was pal and yeah. he was just like a drifter he didn't even really he didn't live in the town he was just kind of there he was just around and um yeah then david attempted to rob the store because he didn't want to help anymore and just wanted to leave and whitney um wrestled the gun out of his hand and was able to run away from the store to alert the authorities and bend Oh my gosh. But Bill did not survive his injuries. Um, Poor Bill. Yeah. What a jerk. 
It's it, bad life. It Not really Bill. sucks. No. And so, um, but David Ray was caught, and he was charged with uh, 25 years to life. So. What prison did he come out of? I didn't say. Oh. <clears throat> it was uh, probably just one and like, I don't know, the middle of Oregon. Bend, Somewhere probably. in the middle. <laughs> right. Do, do you know when he was released? Um, it doesn't say. It was like, he was like fresh out. Oh, no, I mean like. Oh, he never was. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, after that murder, was, he was so, never released. That's good. Yeah, he. it was like a possibility of parole after 25 years, but I don't think he made it that long. He so. sucks, to suck. yeah, sucks to suck. Sucks to suck. Dick bag. Um, Milliken did have a granddaughter, so um, she inherited the whole town. Jesus And crazy. Uh, she sold it in July of 1988, but due to foreclosure, she regained the town in 1989. So, she like, just, it didn't, yeah. She just really doesn't want it, and she's stuck with it. <laughs> right. And she finally got, or she did sell the town eventually, and it was bought and sold, like, many times over the years. The last time it was purchased was in 2010. The Murray family um, sold it to a businessman from Bend. And over the next few years, vagrants took over and destroyed it. Of course. Lovely. So now it's for sale for $1.5 million. Is there anything left to it? Yeah, those structures are still there. It's just uh, all messed up. Messed up. Of course. Wonder if you could have a. I wonder if you could have a post office there again. I think you would. Pro- they'd probably be like, okay, how many people live there? One. Nah, you I get mail get- though. <laughs> I get lots of mail. <laughs> where are my boxes gonna go? Where are my boxes gonna go? Does the Amazon man know where I live? <laughs> because he'd get real worried. Let me put very specific instructions in here. <laughs> right, just go to the town that says my name on it. <laughs> Next to Bend. Next, Next to, to Bend. Bend. I think I think you would probably have to go to the post office and bend. Population so. one, right? So that's Milliken. I don't want to live there. That was a cute ent- intro. It was. You don't want to live there. I don't want to live there. Do you want to live next to me instead? I'm yes. really. I do. She said yes. Everybody. I do. Congratulations. Want to live next to you. Yay! Just, We're getting moved in by each other. I can just live in here. Yeah, you can. I guess. But I don't know how Randy and Kevin would feel about it. Uh, they would hate it. They would hate it so much. They would hate it a lot. There's literally no bathroom. There's no walls. No. <laughs> Kevin would be like, this sucks. What am I doing in here? So, yeah. Well, um, thank you so much for taking this little mini ride with us. It was a little bit longer than we expected. We, we got way off track. But it actually still is a mini episode. So, yay. It was a little mini episode. Yay for Ashley. Love that. Woohoo. Bye. Anyway, bye. Bye.